0: Everybody, you know what time it is. The finals, baby. The finals. We're here. Yes. After a long, long playoff run, a lot of crazy and interesting things have taken place. And we are now here with a number one seed from the West and a number eight seed. From the east, this is such a unique and fascinating matchup that we have on our hands Denver and Miami. Before we get into that matchup, though, let's kind of talk a little bit about how we got here.
1: (laughs) Uh, pain time with Zach and Jamir,
0: pain time
1: with Zach and (laughs) Jamir. Both our teams are uh, some shit. Uh,
0: nah. uh, yes and no. yeah,
1: saying no. They're both disappointing. Put <laughs> <Both> it <laughs> that way.
0: Both very disappointing, yes. Uh, but in this lovely episode of Game Time with Zach and Jamir, we're going to break that down. We're going to uh, talk some things through. And we might even sneak in some WNBA content, you know. Who knows? So, on one end, we had a seven game series, which I think we'll talk about in a bit. But let's start off with the sweep that we witnessed in the West.
1: What did you think, Zach? Yeah, it was a sweep. But the Lakers played, they played valiantly for the most part. I think it's similar to like the Boston uh, Nets series last year was like, yeah, the Nets got swept, but they were in it overall um you know i will say lebron went out he went out he gave it everything he had in the last game although he did sell a couple games but he's 38 whatever um the nuggets just looked you know, I predicted the Nuggets win the series they looked a lot better than i would have anticipated like they look really looked looked like they the, they were destined to make the finals after the first like two games jamal murray is playing out his mind Jokic is just you know, people are really you know, the conversations being had now. Is like Jokic, undoubtedly the best player in the NBA, and I don't know. We're talking about pure. I like the way I like to look at it, like who's better than who was like pure impact on the game, and I I don't know. Jokic looks like the most impactful basketball player in the world right now. I'll put I'll leave it at that. But um, yeah, the Nuggets, the Lakers tried some interesting things. Hachimura did a decent job on Jokic and. Anthony Davis is roaming, and there's a good series, but the Nuggets were just a better team. Um, we'll see what happens with the Lakers. It's kind of a shame, just real quick on them. Like, I don't know if they'll be able to keep up with the rest of the West next. Like, you know, they kind of caught teams by surprise this year after a rough start. I don't know how that's going to look next year. They got to pay Austin Reeves. They got to pay Rudy Hachimura. got to figure out what they're doing with uh, D But. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to say a lot about a sweep, aside from the fact that uh, it was a sweep, but it, enter- it was entertaining. It was a matchbox I wanted at the beginning of the playoffs. Glad we got it. Um, LeBron with that fake retirement announcement, he goofy as hell for that one. <laughs> I don't mean, know damn well he was just salty as hell. But I'd be too, just like, I would say the best thing about that series, is not the best about the series, but for Lakers at least, Darby Ham got a lot better as a coach, so you can see that he evolved. It'd be interesting to see how things look next year. Um, they have a bit more identity leading into next year. Um, they rediscovered that, like, playing shooters around LeBron James and Anthony Davis is how you win. So we'll see if they keep that model and how they retool next year. But, um, you know, they went fishing. Nuggets to the finals. Um, yeah, Nuggets look great. Okay, so, so it's, it's, re-
0: it's really hard to take a lot of good or positive out of a sweep for the losing squad. But I will say for where they came from mm-hmm. to be at a point where up until game three, we, a lot of people like including myself felt like the Lakers still had a chance to win the series and get to the finals. I agree with you. The question is going to be upkeep. Can they can the, can they keep this team up? Because the thing is, I think if they can keep this team up, they can compete and get back to the playoffs. I think that they if they keep the team together, they're a playoff team because they started off two and ten and wound up as a seventh seed. So if they would have started with this team, I could only imagine how further how much further up they would have been. So. And, and you know a full off season with you know a group is very helpful as well you know what i mean like it's it's different like this denver team for the most part has been together um or some variation of this team especially with jamal murray and uh jokic has been brewing for years and it's funny because it's it almost is it almost like this almost makes perfect sense. This moment, this series almost makes perfect sense because when you think about it this way, the bubble, like this goes back to the bubble. And we we, we talk, we marvel and talk about how much of a moment it was, you know, and how important the bubble was and how um, a lot of people didn't take as much stock or put as much stock into the bubble. And then all of the teams wound up back a few years later in the conference finals you know same deal and a couple of years ago we were looking at this Denver team and as they were kind of having a come out party coming down from what was that 2 3 1 series and you know we were like okay this Denver team could be something and to, for them to have gotten dominated in the bubble a couple of years ago by the eventual champions in the Lakers, to come back and get a sweep, it's fitting to show how they've grown and how much they've progressed. Jamal Murray battling through what he battled through. Um, Michael Porter Jr. battling through a lot of, I guess, the the you know naysayers and people talking about his game and what he can and can't do, along with injuries. Uh, Jokic uh, becoming a perennial MVP you know, candidate and favorite. So it's been, it's been like, this was due. This was kind of a due moment. Um, And I I think that this was perfect. And if I'm being honest, I feel like the Nuggets beating this team couldn't have been any better. I I think, I don't think they would have rather any other team in the West to get to the finals than against LA. Uh, So that, that to me, Is cool for Denver, and yes, I I don't I don't necessarily agree about Jokic uh, Jokic being the best player in the league. I still think Giannis is that, and you know, just because again defensively, I still question Denver from time to time. But they showed they showed IQ in key moments, which to me in a lot of series, including that Eastern Conference series, and a lot of series in these playoffs a lot of teams have shown a lack of IQ. Um, in key moments, they figure out how to make things happen. So good job, Denver. And right now, honestly, you probably would be a clear favorite to win in a lot of people's eyes. So that's that's pretty much it for me for that series.
1: Yeah, to your point about the Giannis uh, being the best player thing, like I said, I chose to leave it leave it at that, leaving it at the fact that people are having this conversation now just because it's just like a lot of it too is like the out of sight, out of mind thing in terms of the Bucks getting eliminated early, mm-hmm. semi embarrassing fashion. So the people are just like, "Oh, the Bucks are gone," Well, look at Jokic still here, still looking like uh, Jesus Christ in the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, so um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. But one thing, like you said, from twenty twenty till now, it was like this marquee big man matchup between Jokic and Anthony Davis like Anthony Davis played great but he just looks mediocre in comparison to his matchup it's just very this is, the, the run that Jokic is on right now is very very unbelievable unseen i don't know if it can be replicated ever again by like another person aside from him <laughs> but yeah i'm very excited for this finals would really like I really do like would like to see them compete for one. They've been knocking on the door for years. And then, like you said, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. both being injured for like two straight years basically. Um, you know, they finally they get back and they happen to get nice pieces around them too. Like Kentadius Call Pope played great, Bruce Brown play, played great, Aaron Gordon played great. Um, that's really their rotation there at that point. Jeff Green kind of fills in when he can or when when he's needed, but Yeah, you know, we talk about them not being a deep team, but they found what they're getting everything they need from the guys they have, so very excited for this next round. But yeah, I don't have anything else to add on this series either. It's you know, like he says, a sweep kind of hard to go that far with it now.
0: As you normally give me my moment when the Sixers get eliminated in the second round, as they always do, I will give you the floor, Mr.
1: I would, I'm just gonna let you know right now. I'm. If you need, I'm giving you the space to interject at some time because my before I go wax poetic on the Celtics and enter a 40 minute monologue on all the bullshit that it, that occurs with this team time and time and time and time again, I don't understand. Like, I don't know where to begin. One thing I want to say is like Jason Tatum needs to like literally watch Jimmy Butler and talk to Jimmy Butler and learn from that man. Because in terms of if we're talking like talent, like level of talent, Jimmy Butler is like if you're talking like pure talent, Jimmy Butler is like Demar Derozan level talented player, you know what I mean? But he maximizes everything he has to give, which I truly respect. I truly respect that Jimmy Butler is by far, obviously not the most talented player, but he gets every ounce out of out of what he's capable of physically and talent in terms of basketball skill. Like it's just his understanding of the game is just at a much higher level that allows him to up his game. And Tatum is one of the most talented players in basketball, but he just be doing mad like extra movements. Jalen Brown doing extra movements. Bro can't dribble for his friggin' life. Keep doing, keep trying to dribble and cross people up. Like you turn it over four times on dribble moves. You think you'd stop and like switch it up. But that's the like the and and Joe Mazzulla is just goofy as hell. just. Um I was listening to Bill Simmons podcast and his dad his Bill Simmons dad goes to the games. He was saying that Al Horford was the coach for real cuz when they call timeouts Al Horford would be sitting in the coach's seat talk calling plays. And the rotation stuff was very weird to me. Al Horford was trash all playoffs. And I I, I mess with Al. But he was not good the whole playoffs and you insist on playing him 35 minutes and the reason why he was trash was cuz he was tired. You have Rob Williams who was a who's been very, very good for the last couple of years. Granted, he's been having health issues, but if he's there in the playoffs, now's the time to play him. Now not the time to be saving him for, for for 10 minutes here, five minutes there, like play the man. Um, I know the double big line was from working with my against Miami, but when it was Rob and Rob Williams and you know, four you know, wings slash guards, he did well. I think we could have used stood for less Al Hor for more Rob. Brogdon should not have played that last game. Bro was hurt. His elbow was hurt. He couldn't hit a shot. He's looking like me out there, like, enough. Just sit him. It's okay. And then, like, just this team's inability to just play in the clutch, their inability to go against, to beat a zone that they've played three times in the last four years in the playoffs. It's like, when are you going to learn? When are you going to, like, get it together? And the worst part about this is, like, the window is not going to be open forever. Jalen Brown, Jason Tam, they're both going to get those big money contracts, which I both think they deserve. Like, Jalen Brown played bad, but if he's on any other team, he's getting that contract. No questions asked. He's that level of a player. And that's that's just what it is. But the problem with that is now, like, Grant Williams is probably gone. And we see Joe Mazzul is going to stay, but he's getting more veteran coaches, which means we're going to have quote-unquote veteran co- assistant coaches who are actually coaching the team and Joe's just kind of going to be there, which I'm fine with. I don't care who's the head coach as long as they're competent or as long as there's someone competent there. But yeah, we just have a lot of questions to answer. Al Horford's getting a year older. I think next year's the last year of his current contract. Uh, what are we doing with Rob? You know, if we're going to play in 14 minutes, what's the point? He might be a better trade asset, but I don't think we should trade him. I think we should play him more and play Al Horford less. Like when you man goes freaking four for five every game he plays, like why are we not taking advantage of an eighty uh, percent field goal percentage shooter who can switch on the perimeter, who can guard the paint? It was only a weakness he can't shoot, but who cares? Giannis can't shoot, so what? You know what I mean? Like we gotta get the get this obsession with three point shots. Oh my god, I can't stand when a team just like can't hit a shot and they're like literally, Jace Taylor's literally being guarded by friggin' Duncan Robinson. They're chucking threes, <laughs> just drive to the basket. Just they really just I don't know how much they understand basketball and that coaching staff because like even my my inexperienced scrub self can tell like if you have someone who can't guard you in the paint and you're missing three, you should probably go to the paint and get some points. Yes, they played the a zone, but again, you've been playing this zone for four years. So you think at this point you learn how to break it or at least get something effective. They tried out Horford in the like that free throw line spot and he just hesitated and didn't shoot like like as if the mid range is just not existing if he shot mid range he's going to get freaking fired from the team I don't know it is just a lot of questions shouts Derek White <laughs> that man showed up I'm ranting now I just don't understand <laughs> how we got to this point <laughs> but I just will say stop I'll stop here <laughs> we went down 0-3 we came back from 0-3 to 3-3 like if you're thinking about a team that if we were a team trying to do the impossible. If you think of a recipe for a team to do it, this was the team. You know what I mean? You're down 03 against a team. You've 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 played multiple years, so you know who you're playing. That's one that's one thing that will help you. You're the overall better team. That's mm-hmm. another thing that'll help you. Mm-hmm. You got to do the impossible, impossible things need to happen. Derek White hit one of the all-time craziest game winners in basketball sports human history that's a fact this is true and you have home court in game seven all you need to do was play a good game of basketball and i understand jason Tatum turned his ankle in the in the very first play very unfortunate and people want to talk about oh and like the announcer's like oh but tyler hero was out tyler hero is garbage compared to jason tatum i don't care that does not matter they were playing well without tyler hero one would argue if tyler hero was there the entire time against the bucks they might not have gotten to this point that they are at now not saying he makes the team worse, but I'd rather have what Caleb, I'd rather have the Caleb Martin they had versus the t- average Tyler hero. And that Caleb Martin would not have came, did Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson would not have been doing what they were doing. Duncan Robinson played amazing. He saved himself from going to Beijing in two years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like Duncan Robinson played amazing. He started playing that, he started playing like the bubble. Night better. He's like, yeah, you know, he's like he's like driving and kicking. Yeah, he's driving. He's evolved. He's he's like a much better player, but we would not have seen that if Tyler Hero was there, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think Tyler Hero coming back helps this team, don't get me wrong, because they need another shot creator, like, and then it's just (sighs) but we had all the all the makings, everything was there to the impossible. All we have to do was just actually be consistent, just play a good game in game seven. And at home, at home, and they could not. And this is very, it truly epitomizes this Celtics, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum experience. Just making it so hard on yourselves. You come, you you, you do come up to the plate after doing that, but then when then you just end up falling short anyway because you put you dug a hole that was too damn deep.
0: (laughs) Oh man, you know. Oh man, first, first. <laughs> oh, god. that was that was great. That was great, Zach. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you were able to like just let that go because I know how it feels. I know how it feels.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> you know Is what's it? gonna happen in like two years? We're <laughs> gonna be signing friggin'. Josh Richardson again on the better <laughs> minimum. <laughs> I'm like this was the this was the best. Like all the teams that were like in that that uh inner circle of contenders, mm-hmm. they all like for all, all those teams that failed, they really were going to be like, damn, that was our year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was no super team, and you know with the new CBA and the upcoming cap situation, mm-hmm. super teams are probably a thing of the past. Unless dudes mm-hmm. are willing to just take pennies on the dollar. Which yeah. is, that doesn't seem like a, that's not a thing in the NBA really. Except mm-hmm. for a few cases where guys are like, oh, I'll, I'll uh, sacrifice 3 million out of my $50 million contract. I'm I'm mm-hmm. so, I'm so about the team. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but that's just not where the NBA is, you know what I mean? Like, so, so like, parody is probably going to be a, th- a thing for the next, next uh, however long the CBA is. Just because that second apron is ridiculous yeah That's second like that second
0: that second apron is wow,
1: yeah, like teams the this I forget the exact numbers, but that multiplier per for a million is is insane. I don't want to look it up right now,
0: yeah it's you like, can't you can't well. do a damn thing with that second apron
1: right, yeah,
0: yeah. it's crazy,
1: so but with that, if you're paying two players seventy percent of your salary um seventy percent of the salary cap, you're hard pressed
0: you can't do a damn thing. Yeah, you can't, you can't you can't build a team with that.
1: Yeah, but I will say I know this they haven't done it yet, but it's very clear. If you don't think this, I don't know if you're necessarily being unbiased. Like at that point, you're being a little biased. But it's very clear. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are a to do well to make a great team that can get you to and win the finals. The problem is they are not getting it together. And the conversation about do they need a point guard always comes up. And I would say That's you can look true. at the. Heat, and say no, that's not the problem because no. Gabe Vincent is not better than Marcus Smart but, or uh, Derek White or Malcolm no, Brockton. Brock no, no. had a bad series; he was hurt. But Derek, Gabe Vincent is not better than them. He's not yeah. a better point guard than them. Yeah, this is true. You need to learn how to play as a team. You need a coach who understands how to coach. Like Joe Mazzulla, obviously he knows much more about basketball than I'll ever know. But he was some shit. Yeah, he yeah. It took him five games in Sixer series to start. To start um, Rob Williams against the Sixers when everyone in the world knew that was the best move. And then he did start MVP Derek, White, Derek White. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, no. I was just saying against the MVP at center.
1: Right. Like start your best rim protector. Simple shit. Yeah. Anyone would have did that. And then he, he did start Derek White again after the Rob and Al Horford thing didn't work, but he benched the <laughs> wrong guy. He should have benched Al Horford. Because Al, Hor- Al Horford got <laughs> As the center, as the as the starting five, is so he can shoot the ball, and he was doing that all year, but in the playoffs he was not. So yeah, at that point, yeah. he's not. At that point, he's he's just an older, more older. I'll give him more savvy, less athletic version of what Rob Williams is going to give us. Mm-hmm. And because mm-hmm. like the teams weren't respecting his shot, so it's not like he's stretching the defense. Yeah, he's not stretching nothing because he. So just... I I don't I just don't know why. Even if you bench Rob, sure, because it doesn't necessarily matter. It's about the minutes played, to a degree. At the end of the day, Rob Williams should have played ten more minutes. And Al Horford should have played ten less minutes, the mm. entire series, because Rob was effective.
0: Mm-hmm. And you are going to get you are going to get sure rim protection, and you are going to have somebody who's going to hustle, somebody who's going to get boards, um, on both ends, someone who. Who is also a sure scorer when they touch the ball normally?
1: Right. Like when when they throw it up, it's points. It doesn't matter who, no one, there's very few players who are like stopping him from making the alley. If he misses, it's because he tried to dunk someone's head off. Right. But I don't know. Brand just walked in, so he missed my epic Celtics rant, but he can listen to it. This is later, right? <laughs> but yeah. Um,
0: Shout out to Brandon. Shout out to Brandon.
1: Yes, man, got in law school. Shout out to him.
0: Got in the law school. That's that's fire.
1: Right, bros is up.
0: Shoot. Speaking of, my guy Walt, talking about some uh, some epic stuff. I, I know your Celtics didn't do great things and didn't and didn't ultimately walk across the stage victorious, but you did, sir. Oh yeah, I did. Congratulations! <laughs>
1: Thanks, bro. On oh, walking, well, okay. how did how did how did that feel? It's cool, you know. You've been there before, so it's like you know. Mm-hmm. So this is this no another another repeat of the same thing, but mm-hmm. it was cool. It always yeah. feels good, I guess. For for reference, Zach got a
0: master's degree in clinical psychology, right?
1: Yes, master's in clinical psychological sciences.
0: All right. Awesome. That's fantastic news.
1: Appreciate it, bro. You up next?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A couple of classes away from a degree in educational leadership. I'll be walking soon, eventually. (laughs) But until then, I'm going to continue to cover these hoops. Yeah, at the end of the day, a shout out to the Heat.
1: Yes, of course. They, that's what I'm
0: saying. They like Spo has cemented himself as an all-time coach. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure he kinda already did that, but he definitely did it this year. Uh with 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 what he has done, he cemented himself as an all-timer. Um Caleb Martin stepped up and played big. As you said, Duncan Robinson, he turned it up, Gabe Vinson. Like all of these these you know for you know for lack of a better term no names came out of nowhere and shine and have continued to shine and they went from being a team where i was looking and i was a bit concerned for Miami when they lost to the heat or not the heat the hawks the way they did in playing at home and then they turned around and were able to figure it out. And this is a team that I said in the first round was going to get
1: swept. I gave him I gave him five games. You know what's crazy too about the playing thing? You skipped that game against the Bulls where they were down in the fourth and it looked like they were going to lose. They were going
0: home. Home home.
1: Before yeah. the
0: playoffs started and they 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 miraculously found their way in and then And, and, you know, like, getting out to that 3-1, that that 3-0 lead against Boston, super-duper impressive. Now, to me, the thing that stands out more than them getting out to the 3-0 lead was them almost collapsing. And I'm trying to figure out just kind of exactly how, like, like Denver – I think Denver on film is going to get a, a really good taste of what it takes to a lose to this team, but also to beat this team in this series. And And I think they got a really good blueprint on both sides of how you can lose to this team and how you can beat them. Yeah. Based on how things went. And I mean, I'll say this ultimately, right? I think that the heat, were the better team in the first three games i think they they that the celtics were the better team in the next two and
1: i think that well two i'll say two and three quarters and that is a story of the celtics and he and like when we all look back at this era that is going to be the story of this era for the celtics yeah because they they shouldn't have they should not have won that game six. Yes. Three quarter three quarters of every game. It seems like they're the better team. Every freaking game. And then they just lose. The only game where where
0: Miami was really just by far a better team. Well, I'll say game game seven and game three game were three. probably the two yeah. games that you look at and say, hmm. Like, they they, they was open the ass. They beat, yeah, they beat the bricks off of them. But yeah. Um yeah. But yeah,
1: Miami's yeah. interesting. I'm sorry, I just want to say real quick, this is not a good a good look for the Jalen Brown story where uh, he got outplayed by Caleb Martin in mm. a series.
0: No, this isn't a good look on the, J- the Jason Tatum story either. Oh, no, nah, for sure. If you, if, yeah, you got outplayed by Andrew Wiggins last year. So, and then you come <laughs> yeah. back this year and then get outplayed by Jimmy
1: Butler. Yeah. No, nah, man, but I will say shout out to the Heat. If we are talking about, like, Literally, if you just make some changes to like, if, let's say, like, you know, the classic story, where like, oh, suppose like a, uh, or not Spo, but Coach X is like an alcoholic or, or exile coach or something. And then you have this, uh, rough and tough star and some old vets and some guys. Like, that's literally, they're literally are like your perfect underdog basketball movie story. Uh. <laughs> like, it's really crazy how they gotten to this point. Yeah. Just, Hitting shots at the purely just hitting, you know, catching fire at the right time. Yeah, and everything's coming together at the right time, and that's sometimes that's all that really is all it takes. And but... if they do get Tyler Hero back, I'll say this:
0: the craziest thing about them actually, because because obviously when he first went down, no one in their right mind thought that he would see the court again this season. Yeah. But the craziest thing is if, Den- if if the Heat find a way to steal one in Denver, which is going to be a really tall task, it looks like Tyler Hero could be the difference on the championship team. And the funniest part about it is they don't need him that bad. Like, he could just come in and he could play 10, 15 20 minutes at most and be cool.
1: Yeah. 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 Shout out to the Heat. I will say, I actually am happy for the scene though. Like, I, you know, the Celtics are my team, but I, basketball, I'm a fan of the sport, first and foremost. And in terms of like, just the story, the Heat doing what they did was very, it's, it's very special. Will be very special no matter what happens. And honestly, even they blew that three, that, that three-o lead. The articles, articles have been like, oh, was this the worst? Uh, Worst breakdown in basketball history. And no, it's not because they're an eight seed who shouldn't even be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did what they're just, what they're doing is amazing. And again, even if they blew a 3 lead, even if they blew a 3 lead, it would have been like a crazy ending to a crazy run. But I don't think it, it'd be top five worst breakdowns just for the fact that like they, they did the, they allowed the impossible to happen. Yes. But, but I don't think it's the worst by far. And they're, they're they sh- they would have, had they lost, there'd have been no shame. There should have, they should have had no shame, in my opinion. But Bam, boy, is Bam lucky. Boy, is Bam lucky because because yeah. people would have on, been on his head if they went home. Yeah, they got to stop letting him face up. Why don't we talk about why don't we use this to transition to the next series? If, yeah. if the Heat want to win this series against the Nuggets, they need to stop act like Bam out of bio is Anthony Davis or Joel Embiid or Carlton Towns or any center who's good at offense because he is a great well. Pick and roll guy, rim runner, uh great playmaker. I'll give him that too, but he is not a face up scorer. Hell That's no. Not him. He's bad at it. They need to stop. Yeah. They, they need to get him easier looks. And I'll say it'll be easier to do that against the Nuggets, I think. Yes. 100 percent The Celtics, even when they were switching guards on him, they're they were they were they were playing, they were scheming Bam out the series following the 3 0 lead. Like Bam was in fact he he was impactful in the last game, but the he was as a in terms of like a score he was skiing up the series, mm-hmm. and that's something that we've seen before. And I, if the Nuggets can do that, I'm worried about the Heat. Um, I guess I'm, I'm I think Nuggets going to the series. Mm. If I had to put a number on it, I'd say six. I think it's going to be a series, but if you're thinking about if you. Creating a player to break a zone, an elite zone. I think you'd come up with Jokic. Yeah, like, this is really hard. Jokic just the perfect player to destroy whatever the Heat are doing. <laughs> like, he can shoot it from anywhere. He's not afraid to shoot a mid-range. He can pass the ball crazy. He has some surprisingly amazing footwork. Like he can just break the zone in, in a number of ways. Um, you can't double. You can't double him. The Nuggets have. She like the Nuggets have consistent shooters, so I think they're going to be hard pressed to to figure out uh, how to handle that. Hand, how to handle the Nuggets defensively as well as has every team that they've played.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: And why don't you go ahead?
0: And then, one, and then one on one too. The problem is like okay, you play it strategically thinking, as you said, playing a zone. Against most teams, works very well, because I, I think that zone has definitely seen a revival period in the past few years. Yeah, led by the Heat, <laughs> led by Miami. I think specific. I think um we really. I think I think we saw it by two teams mainly. Actually, I want to say one, the Raptors, mm-hmm. when they started. Um, when they did the box and one against Giannis, kind of Giannis kind of helped to bring it back
1: for real, for real. <laughs> yeah, cause the the original the original zone the thing with zone was like oh, let's just stop these big these big motherfuckers from being too big. Yeah, let's, let's, cut him, let's cut him,
0: let's cut up. Yeah,
1: right. But now it's like it's interesting because zones have adapted, or good zones have adapted to really take out the three point shot as well. Yes. So it's very they're very zones are very hard to really uh, deal with nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've, they've, they've crafted zones very well. And so,
0: but here's the thing. Strategically, as you said, playing a zone against a guy like Jokic with, who has shot creating ability, shot variation, IQ as high as probably anybody in the sport, especially on the offensive side of the ball, and kind of literally has eyes in the back of his head. He knows where he knows where people are. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's very very. It's going to be very difficult for Miami to guard that with a zone. And then if you, cause and then cause the, cause the thing is with a zone, the concept and idea um, is that there's an opening. There's an open spot. Mm-hmm. There's a hole and and the main thing is just my can Miami react quick enough to which zone Denver chooses to attack. Uh, All right. I don't know if they can. And then if they run man, uh like we we kind of said it in this series and I was more so concerned about it in this series like I think that Jamal Murray will have a lot of options. Yeah, I think he's gonna kill
1: as well. Yeah, He's got options. Like, we were watching Derek White and Marcus Smart have a lot of success against the Heat's guards. Mm-hmm. Like Marcus Smart had a couple of 20 point games, and like, you know, he's great at a lot of things. One of my favorite players, but he's not really a 20 point per game guy. Mm-hmm. But he was doing it against the Heat. And Jamal Murray was doing it against the Lakers, who had one of the best defenses in the entire playoffs. He had Jamal Murray averaged thirty thirty-two against them. So mm-hmm. I agree. I think the Heat. Are going to be in trouble there as well. Mm-hmm. But with all that being said,
0: I'm going to do something that I haven't done this entire playoffs. <laughs> I Please. am going to take the Miami Heat to win the NBA Finals. Ooh. Why do I say that? Yes, do tell. Number one, they haven't played. I want to say, as complete a team as this all all season.
1: Are you saying? Are you saying the Nuggets have not played a team as complete as the Heat? Yes. Okay.
0: Why do I say that? Because every series that they've played, there's been someone against Denver that has fallen short or fallen off, and that's killed everything. In round one. Cat was a no-show. And Rudy? And Rudy. And Ant? Ant tried. You saw Aunt he tried, tried, but
1: he had some bad games. He had some bad
0: games, but he tried. Yeah. Round two, there was only two players that showed up. And KD was absolute dog water. <laughs> Especially just shooting percentage-wise. And then, last series, D-Lo was in a bunker somewhere hidden you don't know where he went right this series i believe that okay if if one dude has a bad series that other people can you know pick him up jimmy is not going to disappear and for all intents and purposes he always technically has a second like although Bam was, as you said, kind of getting schemed out of the series, he had Caleb Martin. I think in the, in in the second round, we saw a lot of Kyle Lowry, um, and Dave. Like he's had a second option always to go to offensively, and I think that defensively again. Spo, if if you wanted to draw somebody to try to stop. Jokic, a coach to try to stop Jokic, you would want Spo, because he has he's beaten Giannis he's beaten Jalen Brunson and he just got a 3-0 lead on the Celtics and was able to finish them and in previous years he's dealt with all kinds of dudes as well and has gotten to the finals against tough teams before I think that they will find an answer and then also getting back a guy like Tyler hero potentially could be very crucial, especially since they don't really need him to drop 20 a game. He don't have to be a crazy contributor, but just Mm -hmm. to have another piece that can do damage, um, it's very important. Like, and, and they have so much depth. Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, Kyle Lowry.
1: Even <laughs>
0: yes, we even got a Haywood Highsmith sighting. That was the next person I was going to mention. Tyler Hero could potentially be back soon. You know, just the, the a plethora of guys that, and I, I think that they're deeper. And I think that if I'm if I'm Miami my the key the key for me is how can you take away everybody else i think i don't think you can beat them by trying to stop Jokic because i don't think there's a way you can stop him i think the answer is how do you shut down jamal murray or how do you take away the other person because
1: i think if if you take jamal murray away you can beat denver denver can be had yeah i think one of the biggest things is like you really got to put pressure on this team, which is why, which is why something that he can do. You got to put pressure on them. You put anybody, anybody who plays. You put any of them in foul trouble. You're con- you're seriously straining their their rotation. Yes, they really only play six guys at this point. Yes, need to be aggressive. It doesn't matter. You're freaking Bruce Brown, who comes off the bench, who's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but if you if you get their bench player, their one bench player in foul trouble, suddenly it, everything's. It insane. don't look that good. Yeah, a Spider Man once said,
0: "I don't feel so good."
1: <laughs> For real, yeah. One cool. player in in trouble. So that I think that's a big thing that, that the Heat are capable of, especially against the Nuggets team, who's been questionable on defense. Put pressure on them, to force them to fouls. Mm-hmm. Like I think Michael Michael Porter Jr. is going to be a big a big X factor here.
0: He's he's going to have to be. I think he's going to have to be. They they have the Heat have such a deep rotation, and. Spo has not, not only just adjusting the defense, but morphing his team to beat whoever they have to beat. Like you saw a lot less Kevin Love last round. Um, I felt like Yeah. He's going to morph the team into what they need to be. And I mean, I obviously it's gonna start with Bam and Jimmy. Um, don't get me wrong. Them two, those two are automatic, but they have so many guys. They have such a loaded and deep crew, and it's crazy to think that this team that was an eighth seed, that a lot of people like, was they were like the worst offense in the league, mm-hmm. the whole nine. Now they seem to be loaded. They seem to be a stacked team because <laughs> of how they've played in these three
1: rounds. Yeah, I truly think what I truly think what they're doing is unprecedented, and like. I don't think they're, I still don't, in terms of talent evaluation, my my evaluation of them has not changed. I just think they're just truly maximizing what they are. And that's what makes it, that's what makes what they're doing. That's what makes this run amazing. It's true, it's just like, you, you run this back, you run you run the simulator over again, they very, mo- very well may just go home in five against the Bucs.
0: They might not even not,
1: beat the Bulls. Right, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, go ahead. yeah. Oh no, 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 I, no, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, which storyline is more appealing to you? Jokic getting his first ring, or Jimmy Butler in the Heat? Jimmy Butler also getting his first ring in addition to this eight seed, really eight seed going from play-in to champion. Okay, after beating the best player in the league and the best team in the league, quote-unquote. This is a great question. (laughs) This is a great question. Now, here's my thing, right?
0: From a league perspective, I think right now, the more, like, at this very moment, and in the near future, the much more appealing story to me is Miami. If Miami pulls it off and wins, it's it's a much more appealing story of a team that nobody saw coming. And this will be astounding for a long time, but I think that the, the, the storyline that's more intriguing down the road and in the long run um, to me would be Jokic. Why? Because this uh, this Miami team, a lot of these guys are playing into new and higher contracts and are playing themselves potentially off this team. Oh, for sure. When it's all said and done, like Gabe Vincent, you are going to be looking at him very different if they win a championship. Caleb Martin, his next contract, like he got a contract recently, but his next he might contract, get that's Bryce Harris contract. <laughs> yeah, his next contract is going to be nuts. Um, a, a lot of the guys, and, and and the thing is this too: Jimmy is older. Jimmy is in his thirties, uh, mm-hmm. so. This team, even if they were to win, they don't have too much more in the tank. Where this Denver team, their core is young. They have a young core. They've got two young guys. And then also what it does is you kind of look at the pecking order and say, okay, Giannis got his. Now Jokic has his. Who's the best player in the league? And I think that kind of story is a p- more appealing going forward because now it gives more of a it makes it a much more compelling argument a much more interesting argument going forward um mm-hmm. and Jokic would then be playing for a second one and he'll be in the league for a while so it, it, it i think down the road like right now miami future denver that's my answer
1: okay i like what you're saying I respect it. It makes a lot of sense. And I'd say had to agree, but I just I think in terms of which one's more appealing to me, like right now, just to answer that question, I'd say the Heat one, just because like of course, yes, if Jokic wins, and it's like the same way how Jan- when Giannis got his, we're like, oh, is he a top twenty-five player all the time? Right, you know, exactly. Looking at where he is, not really right. But in addition, if Jimmy wins, we get to like that conversation about him. It becomes very confounding for him. You know what I mean? Like obviously, we're not gonna mm-hmm. say he's top twenty-five all the time, but. We're really going to be asking himself, where does he rank among these players? And like, is he like, a top uh, ten player at that point? Is he, yeah, exactly. Is he even a top ten player now? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Jimmy like, is is Butler one player? just becomes a little more interesting because he's such a like a he's just such a confounding player. Mm-hmm. Just overall, like, Jokic is just undeniably great, and of course, Jimmy's undeniably undeniably great too. But also, like, in the regular season, regular season, no, the whole playoff Jimmy thing, like, just. What he's doing and what this team is doing is truly just unprecedented and makes no sense. Like it makes sense if Jokic wins and gets his ring and we start having that conversation. But if Jimmy wins, the conversation is just very confusing. And where do we go from here? I'ma throw I'ma throw this out there too. i I'm am
0: I'ma I'm say something. I think that Jimmy Butler, if he wins this championship, he becomes the second greatest player in Miami history. In terms of just impact to the Miami Heat franchise.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So it'd be Wade, Wade, Jimmy, Bron. Yes. Yes. But I will also I would also argue this might be the best, the most this might be the great this would be probably the, the greatest championship in their history.
0: Oh, no doubt. Uh, not even close. Not close. No, not even close. Yeah. This would,
1: be, this would be the first, uh this would be one of the one of the one of the few get it get it out the mud championships in the NBA.
0: This would be, honestly. This could go down as one of the greatest runs, as the as the greatest run of all time.
1: Oh, I'd agree. You're an eight seed. You beat again. You beat Giannis, who was the best player in the team, best player in the league, and the betting favorite at the time. The betting favorite to win. You beat the Knicks, who were a, a higher seed overall, even matchup. I think that's kind of like a just a good win right and the Celtics were arguably the the championship favorites from the jump and who were by far the best quote unquote team in the league so
0: and then if you Jokic. turn around and
1: beat Jokic who was also
0: in a lot of people's eyes the MVP yeah and he's in- having one one of the greatest yeah. individual playoff runs ever so I then, feel you on that this then you could you could look at this heat run as arguably the greatest of all time yeah so,
1: very interesting. History is really in the making
0: on this one, man.
1: right, I'm excited for it. So you got the heat in how many games? Oh, that's the tricky part. Okay, that doesn't matter for real. I've okay. got the
0: heat. I've got the heat in seven. Hmm. Okay. I think they. I think they go get one. I think. They, I think they go get one in Denver.
1: Back to back seven game series for them resulting in a win. And I got the Nuggets in six. I low he want the Heat to win. Like the more the more we talk about, it, the more I want the Heat to win. Mm-hmm. And plus, it would validate me as a Celtics fan. Like, oh, we lost the best team in the league that year. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Real quick, why don't we uh before we get out of here? Early WNBA thoughts. Two minutes go.
0: Um Rihanna Stewart right now is cementing herself again or re-cementing her or potentially re-cementing herself as the best player in the league. Uh, the aces in Liberty don't look fair. And yeah, that's pretty much it for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much aces. were literally, literally fine in the whatnot for financial, uh, finagling to get candace parker and um they had a whole dirk hamby thing but so they were, were literally cheating <laughs> but i digress again Ooh. like you said if you're on steward's bugging the liberty looked great i really really wish i got to, got to see them when they were in town but it's okay hopefully yeah. uh they played the the mystics in the playoffs and i can catch them then um the wings look fun natasha howard and Enrique and Satu Sabi look like they might they might uh, have something to say, maybe, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the rest of the league just looks significantly worse than the top two teams, as we all knew they would. Mm-hmm. But there's some fun storyline. It's like when the the Heat <clears> – <throat> or, excuse me, when the Cavs and Warriors were, like, doing their little four-game thing, four-year run, it was like we all just had to find other things to, to try and care about. Yes, and that's sir. where the WNBA is at the moment.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it is, no doubt.
1: That, that I'd say it's that on crack. It is. It really is. Like like the Rockets very well could have, and I believe should have beat the Heat or not the Heat. I keep messing the teams, the Warriors in 2018, and the Cavs in 2018, damn near lost to the Celtics without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Mm -hmm. But I don't see that being possible (laughs) with the Tummy NBA right now.
0: No, no, I think every, I think, that very clearly, a lot of these teams just, they're just not. It's not. It's not even close.
1: Yeah, this is why. the expansion, it's getting bad. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Like very talented players are getting waived right now. Yeah. So, yeah. That's my two minutes.
0: Once you once you expand the league, the league will get way better. I think. I think after about two three years, the league will be just like beautiful you can expand mm-hmm. it to like 16 maybe 20 teams yeah i'll say 16
1: all right just start with 16 and yeah go from there
0: yeah um two uh quick two very quick nba nuggets uh shout out to the Sixers for hiring nick nurse great job guys i love that move i was lobbying for that and mm-hmm. monty williams has just agreed to a six year deal to become the Pistons head coach.
1: I like that. I do too. Very, it sounds like a good move. Six years. They, they intend to uh, allow him to build it out and build a culture and all that good stuff like he did in Denver before they ousted him for uh, having a bad roster. Well, yeah, Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Good to hear, though. That'll be interesting. Very. Very fascinating. Right. Anything else? No, nah, I don't have anything else. Just uh, let's enjoy these finals. Um. Yeah, go Nuggets. But I hope the heat went low-key in the bottom of my heart. But go Nuggets just because I'm a hater. But Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get us about out of here. So that's it for today's, today's episode of Game Time. This is Zach Wright, hosted by John Marie Wilson. Thanks everyone tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at GameTime underscore podcast, on Twitter at GameTime underscore ZNJ, as well as Facebook at GameTime with ZNJ to stay up to date on further content. To listen to future episodes, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Can't wait to talk more basketball on GameTime.